I accept the best and the worst aspects of who I am. Changing is never simple, but it's easier if I stop being hard on myself. My mistakes just show that I'm growing and learning. It's okay to make mistakes and forgive myself. I am a human and I'm figuring it out one day at a time. I am allowed to feel these feelings and then figure things out later. I am free to let go of the judgment of others. Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adit. I'm a therapist, a mindset coach, and I want to partner with you so we can heal your life together. Welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing. I am Adit, your host. I'm so happy you're here today. Today, we're going to talk about self-compassion. What is it? How do you practice it? And the power of practicing self-compassion on your healing journey. Before we dive in, I just want to thank folks for tuning in from all over the world. I see you all in California, Texas, Florida, all over the U.S. Thank you in Canada, Australia, Sweden, Germany, Kenya, Just to name a few, thank you all so much. Please keep sharing these episodes and this podcast show with your friends, your family, your coworkers, your loved ones, your neighbors. You know, we all could use a lot more positivity and support for our mental health during these times. So I appreciate you for subscribing, leaving reviews, and sending me emails about what these episodes have meant to you. You can find my email in the show notes, and please don't hesitate to reach out. I love hearing from you. Now let's dive into today's episode. So I'm going to talk about self-compassion, and a lot of what I've learned about self-compassion is through Kristen Neff. She is a PhD pioneer in the study of self-compassion. She's the first one to really operationally define and measure what it is. You know, self-compassion is just a word, but then she really breaks it down and how to practice it. And she's been doing it for over 20 years and recognized as one of the most influential research psychologists. So I'm going to really base my um, episode in talking about self-compassion through her work. So she describes self-compassion as it's simply the process of turning compassion inward. We are kind and understanding rather than harshly self-critical when we fail, make mistakes, or feel inadequate. We give ourselves support and encouragement rather than being cold and judgmental when challenges and difficulty arise in our lives. Research indicates that self-compassion is one of the most powerful sources of coping and resilience we have available to us radically improving our mental and physical well-being. It motivates us to make changes and reach our goals, not because we're inadequate, but because we care and want to be happy. 
So if you go to her website, you can find a lot more interesting exercises for self-compassion, a compassion, self-compassion workbook, all of that juicy good stuff. So basically, I really want to emphasize the importance of self-compassion because it's one of the most important things that I have incorporated on my healing journey that I've found has made quite a difference in my mental health and my well-being. And it can sound super corny or cliche, like just be kind to yourself. Uh, But really, it's so important because let me pause for a moment and I want you to think about yourself in this moment and looking back at your life, looking back at what you've been through, all the challenges, all the traumas, all the grief and the loss and the heartache and the breakups and the moves and the changes. I don't know what you've been through, but only you do. Even maybe your closest people to you don't really know how much you've overcome or you've had to fight internally to overcome challenges that you have faced in life. There's so many ways that you have been hurt. You have been disappointed. You've been discouraged. You've been ridiculed. You've been embarrassed. Maybe life has treated you unfairly, unkindly. Maybe you have felt discrimination. Maybe you have felt racism. Maybe you felt oppressed, like your voice didn't matter, or you felt imposter syndrome. And I don't know you, but I know you are here today standing strong and trying to just take the next step forward in your healing journey. And you might be going through a hard time today, And you're still not giving up. You're still going to just figure it out one day at a time. And life is hard. We've all been through various things that has made it what it is. And we've also been through beautiful things and wonderful things. And, you know, we can have gratitude for all of that. But I don't want to minimize that. You've been through hard things and it's been a journey for you to be here today. So I just want you to take a moment to pause and really honor yourself, respect yourself, and provide that self-compassion that you've gone through some tough things and you're still here. You're still willing to do better, be better. And that's inspiring. That's amazing. That's something to be so proud of. That's something that we should all be aspiring to do is to be kinder to ourselves because life is going to continue to have its hard moments. And so why would we beat ourselves up along the way? That's just not fair. We wouldn't do it to a friend that we love. We wouldn't do it to someone else that we love. We wouldn't, if you're a parent, do it to your child. There's all these other people you extend that compassion for, even strangers. You probably have given more self-compassion to strangers than you have yourself. So when I break it down that way, I hope that it takes that cliche away and you really understand the importance of how important it is that you are kind to yourself and you really honor your journey that you've been on. And self-compassion helps with that. So we're going to get into how do you practice it? Now, I talked a little bit about what it is, defined it, according to Dr. Kristen Neff. So here's the how. Now you're probably like, okay, you're right, Adip. I get it. I need to be more kind to myself. Well, how? What what does that look like? 
right? So the practical, the takeaway. Um, One of the things is honestly, the self-talk. You got to really work on the self-talk. And that is probably the hardest thing because maybe we've been wired or you've been wired and I've been wired from external people, maybe where you live, maybe the people who raised you or the environment at school, culture, media, whatever it is, has, you know, kind of taught you to talk to yourself in a not kind way. So rewiring the way you talk to yourself when you make a mistake, when you take a big step forward, doing something that you're scared or you have fear around. And, you know, instead of beating yourself up about it, then you turn that conversation around and be kind to yourself. So some examples maybe in a moment after you've made a mistake is saying, may I give myself the compassion that I need? May I learn to accept myself as I am? May I forgive myself? May I be strong? And may I be patient? So really turning that self talk around and using these phrases and you can continue to just incorporate what feels natural to you but kind kind talk like really think about be kind to your mind and you can really just think about what you're going through in the moment and just be like okay may I forgive myself may may I give myself grace may I give myself peace may I release this you know, or think about how you would talk to a friend and then turn that phrasing back onto yourself. It is hard. It takes time. It takes practice, but you can do it. Just try one of these phrases this week. And I promise with time and consistency on your part, it can be almost like second nature. Not that you are never going to have a hard kind of thought on about yourself or you're not going to be hard on yourself ever again. I still am. But I'm much, like probably 90% nicer to myself um, when I think back to my life before. I'm like, okay, I am so much nicer to myself on hard days. And that's when you need it the most. And that's when it's best to practice it. So I want you to practice one of those phrases. You can rewind it. You can write it down. You know, make it into a quote onto your phone with a photo in the background, like whatever you need to do, write it on a post-it, put it on your mirror in your bathroom, on your computer screen, whatever it is, make that statement, not only saying it, but now I want you to take the next step and write it down somewhere and pick one of the phrases that I said and put it somewhere on a post-it in your room, in your house, somewhere visually that you can see it every day. To the point that it becomes just a habit. Now then you can just repeat that phrase without seeing it. But first step first is to put it somewhere visually where you can see it daily. In addition, here are some other phrases that are a little bit more in depth. You can practice saying, I accept the best and the worst aspects of who I am. Changing is never simple, but it's easier if I stop being hard on myself. My mistakes just show that I'm growing and learning. It's okay to make mistakes and forgive myself. I am a human and I'm figuring it out one day at a time. I am allowed to feel these feelings and then figure things out later. I am free to let go of the judgment of others. Those are some more phrases that you can say to yourself. The next three examples of how you can practice self-compassion is exploring self-compassion through writing. I want you to maybe find some time in the week and write about all the things you are proud about yourself, things that you honor, that you've been through, that you've overcome, 
what you're really specific examples, what you're really proud of in that moment you did and knowing that you're good enough just as you are and releasing that shame. So just kind of free write, almost maybe thinking of it as a letter to yourself about whatever you've been through and bringing in that acceptance and that self-compassion, whatever that is for you. I want you to really jot that down in a journal, write it down. The next thing is to find out what really helps highlight the self-compassion in a form of movement. So, or like a self-care act or ritual or practice, whatever that is for you, but really finding a way that when you're having a hard day or in general, just starting to practice more self-care that could look like going for a walk. It could look like taking a yoga class, or it could look like talking to a friend hiring that therapist or life coach or that supportive person um, in your life, just having them hold space for you. You know, there's a lot of ways that you can honor yourself. And for me, I have so many different things that I use to help me really just remember that I'm worthy of being taken care of. So whatever that practice is for you. So for me, you know, I just find time to slow my breath down I'll do a prayer and meditation. I like to go for walks around my neighborhood. I like to really spoil myself and get some massages from time to time. Or I just go like to a steam room or sauna room for other people. You know, it just looks like going to the gym, doing a workout. It sometimes could just look like taking a nap and having your weighted blanket on you, maybe being with your pets. And just having your favorite movie on, ordering dinner in and not cooking that night. It's just really slowing everything down and be like, you know what? I can take a break. I can take a rest in this moment. That's what I need. And I'm okay giving myself that kind of cutting myself some slack, giving myself some grace. It's those moments that you're practicing self-compassion in the moment, but then on a regular, find that ritual, that routine. And lastly, Really give yourself permission to be imperfect. I think this perfectionism can really hold us back from attaining our dreams or taking a leap forward towards a direction that we want in life or or trying again, even if we failed or made a mistake. I think that can be such a powerful practice is giving yourself that permission to be imperfect. And then what else do you need to give yourself permission for? And writing those things down. I don't know your situation personally and what you've been through, but you do. And maybe if you're not sure, you can talk to a friend about it and you both can share with each other. And when we think about being imperfect, right, it's thinking about replacing judgment with curiosity. Instead of judging yourself, you're going to be more curious about what your experience is or why you might feel a, a type of way. It's just also thinking about acknowledging that inner critic and remembering that that self-talk, the I am statements before and what you're going to practice. That's all going to be very helpful. And this is just a very basic way to practice self-compassion. I know that Kristen Neff uh, has a self-compassion workbook. So if you want to do this work further, check out her website and you can find out more. I think she has even exercises that you can do and audio that you can hear. Um, You can probably YouTube a bunch of her work and go deeper with self-compassion. But this is just a basic start. And I wish you so much self-compassion along your healing journey, my friend. Take good care of yourself and take good care of each other. Until next time.
And thank you for tuning in today's episode and spending some of your time here with me. I really appreciate you for being here. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend, text the show link to them and let them know your favorite takeaways from it and have them tune in and you both can talk about it later. Maybe send it to a family or a friend or a coworker who might be struggling. Thank you for sharing the podcast show with your loved ones and have a beautiful rest of your day.